Welcome to The Light of the World, and this is Jerry G. Martin. February is a month that many people dedicate towards showing love for one another, especially around Valentine's Day. As believers, however, we have been commanded to show love every day toward one another. This month, we're going to be sharing messages about love and relationships. We will be having a special series at our Sunday services, and we're going to be sharing information and messages on this broadcast. I invite you to join us for our Sunday services at 10 a.m. Pastor Jackie Martin is doing a dynamic series on love and relationships. Come on out and join us. Now come and go with us as we walk in the light of God's Word. Over the next few days, you will see and perhaps hear uh, messages or phrases or commercials or movies about love. If you want to know what love ultimately is, all we must do is look at the actions of Jesus Christ on the cross. At the cross, the love of God through Jesus Christ was put on display in an unsurpassable and a very unique way. The Bible tells us in John 3.16, most of us will know that right off the bat, that for God so loved the world that he gave his one and only son, the King James says his only begotten son, his one and only son, that whoever believes in him shall not perish, shall not perish, but have everlasting eternal life. God so loved the world. I want us to go to the book of John. We're going to be in chapter 13, and in chapter 13, Jesus illustrated his humble sacrificial love first by washing the feet of his disciples. He pointed out a far greater demonstration of his sacrificial love on the cross. He washed their feet there in John and then he went to the cross. And with the cross on his mind, Jesus gave a new command to his followers. And I want us to focus on that command tonight in the book of John chapter 13, beginning at verse 34. Jesus now, this is the night he was betrayed, the night he had the Last Supper, the night he was giving final instructions to his disciples, and he says, a new command I give you, love one another. As I have loved you, so you must love one another. By this all men will know that you are my disciples if you love one another. Let's just be sure we understand who he's talking to. He's talking to his disciples. He's talking to his followers. He's talking to those who've been walking with him for a few years and who have been talking with him, who've been uh, working with him and serving with him. And uh, he wanted to be sure that while they was doing all that, focusing on him, that they also focused on one another. 
In other words, he said, you can come to church and just be focused on the Lord and ignoring one another. He says, I don't want you to dismiss one another. I want you to love one another. Remember, this is one of his last messages before he left, before he was crucified. I want you to love one another. Now, God has always emphasized love. First, he emphasized love for himself. We looked at that uh, a few weeks ago in the book of Deuteronomy chapter 6, verse 5, love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your mind, with all your strength, with all your soul. God is saying, love me with all that's within you. And in Leviticus, when he spoke and reiterated the Ten Commandments, he says, love your neighbor as yourself. Love your neighbor as yourself. So God has always emphasized love First vertically to him and then horizontally to one another. But Jesus now is telling his disciples that he's given them a new command. And what was new about this command? What's new about this command is that Jesus is going to demonstrate what love really is. He's going to demonstrate that and says, now, you see how I'm, I'm demonstrating this love? That's how you need to love one another. All of us have our own ideas of what love looked like. We, we have our own ideas, whether it's been shaped by our upbringing or by what we've seen in movies or magazines or books or what we've heard others talk about or what we've experienced and how it's played out. We have our own idea of about what love looks like. All of us uh, have our own idea as to what is acceptable to us in terms of what love is. And I want to say this at the outset. It is not easy to love with a self-sacrificial love that Jesus demonstrated. That's not easy. It's not easy sacrificing yourself for others. In fact, it is virtually impossible to do that apart from the transforming power of the Holy Ghost. The Holy Spirit in our lives can help us to love like Christ. Without that Holy Spirit in our lives, it's difficult to be self-sacrificial. In fact, uh, he'll keep working us over and to help us to learn how to love. Paul said this in the book of Romans, chapter 5, verse 5, Hope does not disappoint us because God has poured out his love into our hearts by the Holy Spirit whom he has given us. He poured out his love in our hearts by the Holy Spirit. And one of the things that uh, is the challenge in the church today is to, is to educate and to instruct and to inform and to demonstrate love one to the other. It's difficult. It's, it's a challenge in the church. Now, it's real easy for us to say, we, you know, I, I love everybody. I just love everybody. I love you with the love of the Lord. But it's more challenging when we have to demonstrate what, how that love works out. In other words, we're saying, I love you as long as you don't mess with me. I love you as long as you stay over there where you at. I love you as long as you don't disagree with me. I love you as long as you say amen to what I'm saying. 
I love you if we don't have any conflict. That's what we'll say. But as long as there is some little friction, a little conflict, then we'll find out that love is not the love of Christ that we have in our hearts. You just ever thought somebody was such a loving, kind person until you had a little conflict with them? And then you'd be like, what got into you? Well, nothing got into them. It was what, what was already there that was covered up. That anger had a hat on. That bitterness and resentment had a cape over it. You couldn't see it until you started having some conflict. But this is what Paul the Apostle told the church at Ephesus in Ephesians chapter 5, verse 1 and 2. He told us to be imitators of God, therefore as dearly loved children, and live a life of love. I believe the King James says walk in love. Just as Christ loved us and gave himself up for us as a fragrant offering and sacrifice to God. He's talking to the church. Dearly beloved children, live a life of love. Now, I just, what does that look like? I just want to give you a couple of practical ways that Christians can manifest love for each other. Now, you want to, you want to write this down. You want to just take a note of this. Uh, How can we love each other in a practical sense? Number one, by being willing to apologize and seek forgiveness from those whom we have wronged. When we've messed up, we've, we've done something to offend somebody. Be willing to seek, uh, to apologize and to seek their forgiveness. Go on to that person and say, you know, I, I said something I know that offended you and I asked you to forgive me. That's sometimes it's very challenging. What causes the sharpest, most bitter disputes in the body of Christ is not our doctrinal differences, but the unloving manner in which those differences are handled sometimes. We can have differences, but we don't have to uh, be disagreeable all the time. We can disagree, but without a disagreeable spirit and get... I was going to say get mad. We don't get mad. We just get uh, frustrated and irritated uh, when somebody disagrees with us and disagree in a manner that we're not uh, pleased with. Uh, we'll start harboring stuff. Now, you used to sit together. Now you don't sit together. You're sitting on the other side of the church because you just disagree with how you ought to be baptized. And Jesus said, no, don't go down that pathway. No, we are all fellows on the same ship. Being willing to apologize to those whom we have offended is crucial to preserving the unity in the body of Christ. The Bible said we should walk in unity. Paul said there was division among you. Let us all speak the same thing and begin to have unity of thought and unity of purpose in the church. We're all in this together. We're not all the same, but we don't have to have of these differences that causes us to have conflict one with the other. In his Sermon on the Mount, Jesus taught that reconciliation with other people is a prerequisite to even worshiping God. Look at what he says, Matthew chapter 5. Therefore, if you are offering your gift at the altar and there remember that your brother has something against you, Leave your gift there in front of the altar first and go and be reconciled to your brother. Then come and offer your gift. Come and offer your gift. 
Now, there are some people in the church that says, I don't have anything against anybody, and, and I know that I haven't offended anybody, and I don't have anything against anybody. A lot of time that is true, but that's true because you make it very, very intentional not to even connect with anybody or communicate with anybody. You come to church, you don't uh, maybe say this intentionally, but your way you practice is that you're not going to fellowship with anybody, you're not going to connect with anybody, you're not going to have conversation, you're going to come as soon as we dismiss, you take off. Well, that's one way not to be uh, in offense with anybody. You just decide that you're not going uh, to connect, you're not going to fellowship, you're not going to be part of the church community. It's just you and God. It's just me and God. And I come, I worship the Lord, and I give my offering, I enjoy the sermon, and I'm out. This is Jerry G. Martin, and as always, we are so excited about you joining us on today's broadcast. This is the time of the month that people are focused on Valentine's, and it's called the month of love and a day of love. The Bible tells us that God so loved the world that he gave his only son that whoever would believe on him will not perish but shall have everlasting life. This was the sacrificial love of Jesus Christ that gave himself up for us. And when we talk about love, and we're going to be sharing that with you for the next several days, we're going to talk about what it means to be sacrificial and giving yourself up for others. We're going to talk about some biblical characters and their relationships and how it played out. Some was love and some was lust. If you enjoyed today's message and would like to listen to it again in its entirety, you can go to our website at lowcf.org. Just click on podcast and you can hear it again. Or you can go directly to our podcast with The Light of the World Daily with Jerry G. Martin. You can download the podcast directly to your device and hear these messages at your own convenience. As always, I invite you to be our guest. We are meeting in person every Sunday at 16161 Old Umber Road. Pastor Jackie is in a series right now about love and marriage. So come on out and join us. You can join us on live streaming at 10 a.m. Sunday mornings on LOWCF. Now for the light of the world, this is Jerry G. Martin saying, may the Lord our God richly bless you and we'll be with you again next time.